What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that's halfway stuck in the lands between. This is episode 30, and I'm on one of your hosts, Jay Johnson. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goob Morgan. Hey, glad to be back. Coming up on today's show, we talk about PlayStation Plus. Uh, it's got some pretty big updates and big changes coming at you. We're going to discuss Hogwarts Legacy and that new gameplay reveal. And you can finally play Fortnite without building. All that more coming up on today's show. But first off, you know how we do. Let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goob. How's it going, big dog? Hey, man. It's going well. You know, just out here. Uh, stuck in the land between, as you mentioned earlier. You know, playing a little bit of Elden Ring. Uh, on about my 40th-ish hour into it, you know. So we still learn basic control of the game. Just learn how to cast spells not uh, too long ago before we came on air. <laughs> uh, so that was something. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's it's been fun so far, you know. And just uh, my little one has now has uh, fifth teeth coming in. Fifth <gasps> tooth coming in, I guess. Uh, so that's been fun. Did you say you know? the fifth tooth? The fifth tooth. Oh, yes. damn. That's a lot yeah, of teeth. She got, she got, uh, it's starting to come in. So, you know, it's keeping her up a little bit at night. But, you know, other than that, man, you know, we just uh, grinding this Elden Ring and, you know, trying to get that light level up on uh, Destiny, the Witch Queen. But Let's other go. Than that, you know, we just uh, taking our time, having fun with That's what's up. Speaking of your baby and her teeth, I was, um, I was just scrolling through the family... Um, photos because I'm a part of that that family and friends group of photos for your your kid, yeah. and uh, I saw this really cute video of um, of Ava sitting on a little blanket and she's outside with um with your wife Lauren, her mother obviously, and um, she grabs the grass from under the blanket and she's just staring at this you know these dead leaves and this grass yeah. <laughs> and Lauren's like you can't eat that you know that's the first thing that she says <laughs> exactly and she did try to eat it. And, yeah, they was like looking at it and she's like, you know, I was like, it's dead it's a dead leaf, you know? And then they was like looking at it just with intent and just tries to shove it in her mouth. And then Lauren obviously takes it out and then she still has grass. And then Lauren says, You can't eat that either. And she tries to put it in her mouth. So that was very cute. Yeah. Uh seeing your kid trying to eat everything, as I'm assuming kids do when they're uh when they're when they're teething. They do. You know, when they first starting to, you know, eat. Cause uh, you know, as an adult, right? You don't think of the process behind it, right? You know, pick the food up. Put it in your mouth, chew it, you know, get it to her small, swallow, you know. But children, no, 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 they they don't have any any of those uh inclinations, right? Just like grab it, you know, jam it in there, you know, leave the rest up to fate, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> who knows um, what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you start, you know, you just gotta watch them, you know, be mindful. But um she's starting to crawl now too, so Oh, that's fun, but her only motivation is dog toys, you know. So she got a she got a bucket of her toys. But then, you know, Champ has his toy, but she's like, no, I want that toy, my guy. And she's just army crawling to him, full speed, will not play with anything <laughs> else. So that's fun, you know, trying to keep that away from her and, you know, make sure he, you know, is okay with her coming at him like a maniac trying to steal his toys. That's funny as hell, yeah. I kind of remember those days a little bit because my brother is 10 years younger than me, so I had to take care of him a lot and... um course the teething thing and yeah yeah he wanted to get everything that wasn't his anything on the floor so that's always fun to try to keep up with them and and all the the shenanigans is it they're small humans that can't really move but they they somehow get into bullshit like instantly it doesn't make any sense how someone who can't do anything gets into everything yeah it's kind of you know i'd um I got on the ground the other day, just like see what it looked like down there, and uh, <laughs> it's quite a hazard, you know, when you're on the floor crawling around. So. Yeah, <laughs> baby proofing the house, but uh, it's uh, it's it's fun, man. I'm, we we enjoying it, and uh, she's a, she's a good little baby. Also, for everybody, instead of uh, you know sending photos, everybody asking photos for your baby, just start a Google Photos album and invite them to it. Bam, they can go see every picture in there. It's really perfect. Yeah, we use the same thing for um for me and Jesse, right? Like um I get all the pictures of her face and my face and she gets all the pictures of my face. Yeah, I think I said that right. Anyways, yeah. So whenever we take a picture, we're out in a group and you know, one of us takes 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 the photos. We all always have whatever photos it is. So it's super super convenient. Shouts out to Google Photos. Uh, you know, they did go through, go through some bullshit because they um they rev- reduced the file size or the storage after a while, but you know, it's it's still good. You can still get a lot of it 
out of it, but that's like my preferred way of taking my pictures. And I have been enjoying very much uh, watching young Ava grow up with all these pictures. So thank you for, for letting me be a part of that. Welcome. So yeah, man, yeah, we're just chilling. Uh, me and Jesse, we're out here. Uh, she's in the living room playing some Monster Hunter, beating up uh, Sitsiyaku's and other bullshit. Uh, it's been a pretty chill weekend. We went and saw um, uh, the homie Gatorade, Kyle Reeves, out here. He came into town, him and his wife, uh, Anne. It's her spring break. She's a teacher, so they came up to Chicago for a little bit, and we got to hang out with them last night and get some drinks. So that was fun. It's cool because we, me and Jesse don't do anything. We're very very homebodies out here, so it was nice to have a reason to get out and uh, and act like a, an adult that can communicate with people for once in my life. Is there? But yeah, Warrior, so you kind of open it up a little bit. I want to hear just a little bit more about Elden Ring before we jump into it, man, because this is your first Souls game, and uh, a lot of people's first Souls games because it sold like 12 million copies in in like two weeks or some bullshit like that. So everyone's playing the game. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, much to the homies over at Guerrilla Games who uh, who released Horizon like a week later. Much to their chagrin, but uh, it's a good game from what I hear. And yeah, you've been uh, you've been having a good time, huh? I have. Because, um, you know, first I was like, I didn't want to do it because like, I saw it and I've been reading about, you know, people rage quitting and how hard it is, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I've never played it, but I was like, I think the viewpoint would have been different, right? If I hadn't played a uh, roguelike game beforehand, because that game kind of sets you up for when you fail, right? Instead of like going all the way to the end and then you die, having to restart from square one, right? But this one, it's almost like a roguelike light, right? Like you die, yeah, but it just respawns you the last place you died. And you can just infinitely like fight the boss. So like, it's not easy. However, to it's easier to see food, but that's just me. The game is hard. Don't come at me. I don't care what y'all say. It's tough. <laughs> you, you make a really good point. I hadn't because it's actually weird because the Souls games started with Demon Souls, and that came out in two thousand nine, I believe. And so, right. yeah, we weren't. We weren't in the roguelike era like we are now, right? Like, like roguelikes have been super huge in the past five, six years, I guess. And you can't throw a stick without hitting one. So, yeah, having that experience under your belt, Dead Cell, Sifu, all the shit like that, Returnal now, which you loved a lot, having that experience, yeah, it really does temper you and kind of put you in a better position, I think, for these Souls games. And even you kind of talk about the mechanics as far as like having spells and summons and a lot of other, I guess you, you might call them, um, uh, I guess... Um, creature comforts or some sort like that right yeah. like things that weren't necessarily always in the souls games and just it being open in nature allowing you to explore and kind of say hey if i don't want to fight a boss i can go about my business kind of make it a little, little more user friendly and i think that's cool as someone who has you know beat his head against the wall in the souls games and and remember going through the treasures of dark souls one like i think it's dope that they can make a game that is still as impressive still as tough but also still inviting for people to kind of come through and have their first experience and it'd be a good one too Right, right. Don't get me wrong now. It's hard. It's tough. But, like, we're playing roguelikes, you know, it helps you. When you, like, look at the pattern, right, of a ball, he's like, okay, swipe, 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 a delayed swipe. And you're like, okay, let me just wait, you know, just sit back. You're going to probably die a few times, get the pattern. Um, but I think the exploration probably doing, like, the best parts of the game, you know what I'm saying? It's just... Exploring around, going to a cave, you shouldn't be there. Either two things gonna happen, right? The little ass just gonna one shot you. You probably should just leave, or you're gonna get to the boss too strong for you. You should also leave and just you know put a mark on your map, come back later. But it's it's I've been having a fun, a fun time with. It. I like doing the side stuff, um, you know. But it don't it don't really give you any inclination. It's like, hey man, take this letter to this person. I'm just like, okay, <laughs> well, where they at? You know, and it's just like, cool, bro. We appreciate it. And then you got to go to the internet and it'll tell you where it's at. So good try, NPC. So are you using an overall guide? Or are you just, when you find yourself stuck, it's like, say, for a side quest, do you refer to something? Or how does it, how, how are you yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, like, side, like, I, I watch like a couple videos. I'm like, oh, man, check out this bill. I'm like, oh, this talent is kind of tight. And I just go to like the wiki. How do I get this talisman? And then, you know, just take you to it or, how do I get this weapon, you know, and to show you if it's like a side quest or if it's just like a, a boss you got to beat. But, yeah, I'm just like everything else I just do by myself, you know, mm -hmm. unless it's like a big dungeon. Like then I would do God because I don't like leaving stuff in there because I did it already one time and 
I feel super bad about it. <laughs> kind of upset, but you know, it's neither here nor there. So, but yeah, I'll, I'll selectively use it. I don't like you know do everything step by because like. I don't think there is like a, I'm pretty sure there is like a step by step by step guide what to do, go here, go here, you know, to not miss stuff. But like, you know, that's what, if y'all want to do that, that's what New Game Plus is for. So, but I mean, it's, it, I've been having a good time with it. I'm going to be so over level at the end of the game. I'm going to smoke everybody. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. You were talking about leaving things in the, um, in the dungeon or whatever. I would imagine, because I know you're a completionist type of person, that it could probably be maddening to play a game that's obtuse as this one. Cause yeah, you have, you have to look it up essentially because you can kind of go at a, go at your own and think you can have everything, but the way that they hide stuff around corners, just don't tell you about it, really can set you up to have a lot of stuff left behind essentially. Yep. Or like you got to backtrack to another room. You got to jump off a ledge and then you got to, you know, jump across this cavern. And he's like, come on, man. And then it's like, oh, hey, you guys should have got this thing, but you missed it because it was so obscure and hidden. And then you made it. So, Use a guide, but only selectively, though. Okay, shouts out. Well, I'm playing, uh, I guess, the other big open world game that somehow finds itself always in the shadow of a better one. Uh, I'm playing uh, Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West uh, Part 2 out here. Uh, When the first one came out, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the the OG, it was overshadowed by Zelda Breath of the Wild, but now it's kind of getting hit with the Elden Ring vibes. But I'm having a good time over here. Uh, it's great. I love the uh, story that Aloy is going through. It's kind of weird because this game is really advertised to be this, you know, Aloy versus machines and this, you know, this apocalyptic world where there are, all, there are all these tribes and shit like that. And you're really having to do with the politics of that and saving people. But it's really the futuristic story that keeps me in there. And I won't spoil it here just yet because I'm still kind of in the beginning of it. But everything happening beyond the tribe basic stuff is like top tier for me it's like really good sci-fi futuristic futuristic things that kind of really pull on my you know on my likings you know i love a good cyberpunk story i love a good uh tale that kind of puts earth uh past its you know its bounds and shit like that so it's been pretty sweet so far i'm about maybe man not that far maybe 15 hours in or so the tutorial was pretty long but now finally i'm finally out of that i'm in the open world i'm doing my things i'm pushing the story uh i'm kind of doing a little bit differently i think i usually kind of like you say always do a lot of side quests and kind of love myself up but i'm trying to keep my level with the main quest so if i'm the level as the main quest is i'm gonna go do it but then if i get out of the main quest and then i'm a little under level i do a side quest and i come back to it so i'm trying to balance it that way and i've been kind of spoiled a little bit because i know you get a pretty sweet mount i think you get a flying mount i think that's what it is at the end of the game so i'm kind of excited about that so i'm going to save my my um my my side quest the bulk of that for the end so when i have that thing i can fly around clean everything up get the platinum again and go from there so yeah shouts out to uh, horizon forbidden west is really good so far not gonna play that play the first one yeah, that's pretty good. I think you would like it. I know you weren't digging it, but I think if you gave a little bit more time, I think you would. You 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 you'd find something there you like. I might go back to it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, go back to it. You you got time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's what we're playing. Uh, and yes, thank you all for joining us here on Oblivious Games. If you hadn't known by now, we talk about games in a very uh, open semi-weekly fashion uh, we got a couple of news items as i said before we're going to talk about those and we're going to get into our extra bits which will be a little bit quicker uh, and then we'll wrap up the show um yeah just, just with some things looking forward to you know what's going to happen next out here uh for us spoilers it'll probably be more news and then maybe some streaming if i can get worse to stream some elden ring out here can't how can not i not can't nothing good sir it is a it is a matter if you're good, sir. I think that the people want to see you. I want to see you. I'm good. You good, love? Yeah, I'm good, love. Go okay. Okay. Bet, 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 bet. All right. Well, then, without further ado, let's get into the news. All right. First up, number one, PlayStation Plus Plus. After much speculation and a fairly comprehensive leak, Sony has finally revealed its reworked PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now services. The news com- comes by way of PlayStation Blog as it outlines the four new PlayStation Plus offerings. All right, now give me a second. I'm going to go through all this stuff, and it's very wordy, so just bear with me. At the base of the offerings is going to be PlayStation Plus Essential. The benefits here provides the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members are getting today, such as two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, cloud stores for saved games, online multiplayer access. Uh, There are no changes for existing PlayStation Plus members in this tier. Uh, The price for this is going to be the normal $9.99 for a month and the yearly $59.99. 
Next up is PlayStation Plus Extra. Benefits here, everything above in the essential tier, but it adds a catalog of up to 400 or so of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games, including blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios, catalogs, and third-party partners. Games in this extra tier are downloadable for play. This is $14.99 a month, and then for the yearly, it's going to be $99.99 for the entire thing. Then lastly is going to be PlayStation Plus Premium. Benefits are everything in the first two tiers, but it adds an additional 340 games, including PS3 games available for cloud streaming, a catalog of beloved, beloved classic games available in both streaming and downloadable options from the original P- PlayStation, PlayStation 2, and even PSP Generations. Offers cloud streaming access to original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, and PSP4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers in markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and even PC. Uh, also has time-limited game trials and also be offering um, customers with select games. Well, sorry. It has time-limited trials for customers uh, for the select games. This pricing for this one will be is going to be $17.99 a month and then a yearly $119.99. Uh, but there's also one bit in here, PlayStation Plus Deluxe. For any markets that don't have streaming, essentially you're going to have an offer for premium. That is everything I said before, minus a streaming thing, and it's going to cost you a little bit less. Uh, I kind of am really interested in this one because I would really be down with it because I don't too much care about streaming, but it's only in cer- uh, certain markets. That's the bit. While a comprehensive list of games have yet to be announced, fans can look forward to the titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal at launch. PlayStation promises an ever-changing list of games for both PlayStation Studios and third-party partners. Existing PlayStation Plus subscribers will be rolled into the base service, while PlayStation Now subscribers will be placed into the premium tier with no price increase at launch. Bringing these services to your homes won't be an easy task as such. Sorry, won't be an easy task. And as such, Sony plans to conduct a staggered launch, starting with several Asian markets, followed by North America, Europe, and then the rest of the world. Sony plans to release more information closer to its launch this June. Whew, that's a mouthful. All right, Warriors. Yeah. So essentially, Sony is combining PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now to one a la carte, a la carte, a la carte service. Mm. What are your thoughts? How much is it? Uh, so to go back, you can get the very basic one, which is essentially what people pay for now, ten dollars a month, okay. or sixty bucks a year. You can right. get the one that has four hundred PS4 and PS5 games for fourteen ninety nine a month, or a hundred dollars a year. Or you can get the one that has the streaming PS3 games. PS This is essentially the backwards compatible, like the the true one, right? Because PS5 can already play PS4 games, and those games are going to be in that second tier. But the third tier is where you're going to want to be if you want the PS1, PS2, PSP, and PS3 games in the streaming sense. And that one's going to be <laughs> 17 a month, or 18 a month, rather, and then 120 a year. So essentially, right. 10, 15, or 18, if you do okay. it monthly, or 60, which is what it is now, 100 or 120. Um, and I think with that being put together, you're saving... Um, a good be a good deal if you because before you you would have to have PlayStation Now and then PlayStation Plus and then that was how you got your online games but also your streaming games and so I think it's a huge discount and this the finesse here is that it's eighteen a month but it's one hundred and twenty a year so I think one hundred and twenty a year which is their top service puts it at the nine ninety nine a month which is what I think Game Pass is at for its base um, so if you were to get it yearly it's super comparable but if you get it monthly it's obviously you're gonna pay like a three dollar premium right. Okay. It's a lot. It's a lot in there. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot to break down. I think it's, you know, kind of first shot. It's a little bit uh convoluted, I think, for, uh, you know, the average person. But I think in there is a good deal as long as you're paying for it in a yearly kind of sense. Right. Yeah, I ain't got no problem with that. I mean, you know, it's it's good. I'm guessing it's kind of, but with first party games going to be on there? Uh. First party games will be on there, but not at launch. So that's uh, the mm, big I thing gotcha. that Jim Ryan was talking about. He was like, essentially, it doesn't. There, he essentially said it wasn't feasible for them to pay, you know, one hundred and fifty million, two hundred, you know, two hundred million for these premium tier games like Last of Us Two or you know God of War and put them day and date. As I said before, you're going to have those games in there, right? Death Stranding, uh, that's a third party exclusive. God of War is first party exclusive both spider-mans 
uh, then Miles Morales, or sorry, Mortal Kombat, and then even Returnal. So you have exclusives in there, but Returnal being the newest one that's a year old. So if they keep it, if they keep it the same, then you can expect in a year you'll get Ragnarok, or in a year you'll get mm. you know Last of Us Two, shit like that. So right, right, okay. Um, I mean, follow me, man. I mean, like, I mean, I probably, I probably get it. You know, just to, you think so? I mean, you just try it out. You know, of like, course, I mean, yeah. You know, uh. It's all season for the NFL. I can cancel Slane, you know, subscribe to this. So. <laughs> I like how you're. I like how you're like. I'll just slot something else in here. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, man. You know, especially with uh, you know, all the uh, stream services and you know things like that. Now, I mean, you can't afford to have all of them unless you just got unlimited, you know, money or whatever. Of course, of course. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I mean, you figure they're gonna have to come up with something anyway, right? You know, like a competitor for. For Game Pass, you know, for the the PlayStation, right? Uh, PlayStation family. So, but I mean, if it, I think it, it's worth it. If you know, say like a couple months down the road, the first party does come to. I mean, it don't got to be there at launch, right? Like, I mean, if it's a good game, people are gonna play it at launch, you know, anyway. So, um, I think I think it's gonna be a good thing for the for the PlayStation ecosystem because they need it because that online service. Is- <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very interesting because I mean. Obviously, this move is in response to Game Pass, but it doesn't look oh, exactly like Game Pass. Um, but it's so funny because PlayStation Now is older than Game Pass, right? Like PlayStation <laughs> Now has been out. Um, it's got, uh, man, I have to look for the numbers, but it's got a good bit of numbers, right? It doesn't have, it, I would, it has to have more people than Game Pass, but it's just not talked about the same way. PlayStation Now subs, uh, subscribers. Oh damn! That's <laughs> never mind. Uh, well, so PlayStation now has three point two million subscribers, while Game Pass has its fifteen million. So clearly not doing as well yeah, as Game yeah, Pass. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is way more expensive, right? So yeah, I know what the table, I know what the price of it is taking through. Yeah, that was the big thing before. It was um, it actually went through a couple of iterations. Where it was its most expensive when it launched? Obviously, then it went down uh, in first response to Game Pass. But now it's making it as cheap as it's ever been. So essentially, as I was saying before, if you were to get the premium tier, which is, you know, the $18 a month, but $100, $120 yearly, you're right there with Game Pass. Because I think Game Pass at its biggest is $15 a month, which puts it at... I think um, that's right, yeah. Puts it at, sorry. Yeah, it's like $16. $16. Quick quick tabletop math here. Uh, Puts it at 180 yearly, right? So, but the only, only good thing there is that they're not charging the upcharge for the monthly monthly thing so it's really weird like playstation is making this big change or putting everything in there but they're still kind of making it difficult for you to try it i'm assuming mm. there'll be trials and stuff stuff like that but we already know it won't be nearly as much as game pass because game pass has their their one dollar a month trial they have their their mm. free trials every time you get a game it's like packed into the the thing itself so it'll be interesting if they use some of those marketing things to get people in there but just like you said i mean i, I want to try it i'm not necessarily jazzed about it like i want to know what's in there um i have a I don't know. There, there are so many new games and old games from just PS4 that I want to play that I'm not the most excited to go completely back to PS2 or PS1 or, or PS3 with the small caveat, as I talked to you about before, Metal Gear Solid. Now, if they come out here and they announce that we've got MGS1, MGS2, MGS3, MGS4 all available for me to download, specifically download, that I'm here for because I want to play that on my console. I mean, I can play MGS2 and 3 right now on my Vita, which I do sometimes, and MGS4 is locked behind PlayStation Now. That was the last time I tried it, actually. I wanted to try the streaming, and let me tell you, streaming's ass. It sucks. So uh, if I can download uh, MGS4, then I'd be up for it because I want, I've only ever played that game one time on your PS3 way back when, and I would love to go back to it. So, hmm. so. So 180 for Game Pass, but Game Pass is the online and the game server. So is that the same thing with PlayStation Plus? Now it like, is. Yep. It's okay. Essentially so like the same at a, thing. At 100 and 120. Yep. Hmm. So you're getting a little bit of a deal, right? So essentially, Game Pass. But no first party though. Well, no first party. But you get them down the road. Right. Exactly. Hmm. No I first party. I mean, it's not bad. It's yeah. not bad. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's 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 very interesting for someone not coming from the PlayStation system to come into something like this because that's that's always a thing, right? We're talking about the nerds here, right? So I'm fucked because I already own and have played all the games that they, you know, this very small list, right? God of War, both the Spider Man, Mortal Kombat 11, Returnal. Dash, I've already owned and played all those games, right? So like, <laughs> I'm sure I luck there. 
Um, so it's kind of hard to think. So for me, a core PlayStation player, it's going to be the the um, the old games, right? Like I said before, if it's Metal Gear, shit like that, are those are those would have to be the things that will get me to come over there to to pay for the service because. I'm going to be day and dead anyway. And I'm, I, I don't see a situation where I'm going to want to wait a year to play God of War for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't play that shit day one. So, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm kind of out of luck there. So, But it does offer the trials, which is kind of cool. I would, I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen with that uh, as far as having essentially demos. It kind of sucks you have to pay for them because, you know, we had an air, especially with the you know, PS3, Xbox 360 era where demos are kind of mandatory. But we've definitely gotten away from that. I wish we would come back. But, you know... It's a service because demos aren't cheap and they're not, you know, free. You got to make a slice of the game, which takes time out of the development. So I kind of understand it there. But if that is a essential thing, like if that's actually really cool, really big, then I can see myself wanting to try that out just for a little bit, at least. Yeah, I don't think I'm wrong. I think I think it'll be. I mean, it's not a bad price either. I mean, I kind of I kind of like the I kind of like the price of them. So um, and plus, you know, PlayStation, they're going to a lot of people. Love that backwards compatibility stuff. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, nostalgia is always like, at least for me, you know, like, man, that's be cool to play this game. And you like play it in like 20 minutes and you're like, mm, and then you're done. <laughs> I'm straight on that, you know, and then I'm going to something else. Exactly, <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it'll be, it'll be interesting what they do because Xbox has done such a great job with their backwards compatibility. And it, it wasn't overnight, obviously, right? They, they rolled out some of the Xbox titles or rolled out some of the Xbox 360 titles. Uh, they make it super easy, right? If you have a console with the disc tray, you can just pop in, you, you can pop in Red Dead Redemption 1 into your Xbox and it works. So it's like dope. But then they also have stuff like um, FPS boost, right? Like they have these games running the best they can on their ecosystem. So if PlayStation can do something comparable to that, if they can make MGS4 run faster, run smoother, they can make MGS3 better, you know, whether it be resolution or, you know, actual frame, that's going to be huge now. I don't have the biggest hopes, to be honest, with that kind of stuff, because I don't think that... I think PlayStation has proven that they're just not technologically savvy as as Microsoft. And, you know, that's that's fair because they're a fucking technology company. But um, I hope I hope in all my hopes that they can give us something like that, because that would make it that would make it worth it. Right. If all 400 or 700 of these games have been upraised and just they run better, then that's a really, really good chance to actually go back and play some legacy stuff. And and, you know, in in a in a console that has like such a long, long history. True, I think I think this is uh it definitely be a good thing for for long time fans. So glad y'all finally getting some. Yeah, man, here we go. Coming in June, maybe it's gonna come on my birth- on my birthday. We'll see. Okay, a little present for me. God, that would be awesome. Income. That would be awesome. This shit's like the first week in June, and they're like, we got MGS one, two, three, four, upres at sixty fps. I will lose my goddamn mind. Man, you. You, 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 I give you solid five hours and you, you gone after that. Like, I would play those games for five hours and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, finish then, you, then you're like, mm, this sucks. Then you go. I mean, here's the thing though, but if they have, I mean, those games already have trophies in, enabled, like MGS2, MGS3, and MGS4, but if MGS1 had them too, then I could potentially get all the platinums for every Metal Gear game. And that's that would true. Be, that would be an achievement and I'd be happy about that. Well, go for it. As long as you get my, the value out of it. You know what I'm saying? My only Kojima Platinum is Death Stranding, and I got it twice, and I'm very proud of it. So. Are you proud of me as well? Yes, I am very proud of you. Thank you. That's and what you, I was waiting for. And, and, you, and, and your dedication to Kojima. <laughs> Thank you, sir. All hell, Kojima. Yeah. It's not in the news. I'm actually going to throw this to you kind of randomly, but Kojima Studios is moving. Uh, they're expanding their their team, I, I, I would guess, for their new projects. So they have left their their current building and they're on to new things. And I wish them the best of luck and I'm very excited for whatever is next. So shout out. All right. Next up, number two, Hogwarts Legacy Gameplay Reveal. Hogwarts Legacy was for, uh, featured in a standalone sale play and premiered 14 minutes of gameplay from the upcoming action RPG set in the Wizarding World. Players can look forward to creating their characters, being sorted in one of the famed houses and learning spells while st- attending classes and uncovering the many mysteries the world has to offer. Players can expect to enjoy Avalanche Software's Avalanche Software's latest title this holiday season. Warriors, man, we got a really big state of play showing a right. whole shit ton of Hogwarts Legacy and that shit looks dope as hell. What do you think? See, so my thing is, why is it, why is it show Harry Potter on State of Play? Do they get like exclusive stuff or? Because it's not like this is a multi console game, right? 
Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So they just got, they just wanted to show up first. Okay, then. All right. Um, this, I'm kind of excited about this, right? It's kind of tight because I do want to see what this, this looks like in a video game. I feel like this is the lore is so deep, right? In Harry Potter, there's so much potential in this. Um, the only thing, I, one thing I do want to be like, I don't know how it will be sorted, right? I'm pretty sure it's going to let you pick where you want to be sorted at. You know, it's not gonna be random. I wish it was. That would just that would just be funny. You that would like, be tight as hell, right? You just take like a you take like a quiz or something, right? You know, and maybe you know it like sorts you, or it just, you just leave it up to chance. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't get to pick. At least from what I watched, you was like, I think you're like a fifth year, but you're a little behind, so you're trying to like play catch up or something like that. So that's a cool mechanic. Um, but all the I kind of feel like this is gonna be a really good, a really good game. Just the elements of it, you know, exploring RPG, the spells, um, you know, they just keep the keep to the source material, right? Looking at you, Halo. I hear it's good though, <laughs> uh, but uh, I think it's gonna be gonna be dope, especially you know, I mean, but once again, famous line, it's not really hard to improve upon garbage, right? Because I, I don't know any of the Harry Potter games that have been standout. Um, there have been a lot of them, but I, I guess outside of maybe like the the Lego ones, they they might have been kind of fun for some people. But uh, the rest of them, like I didn't even know they even made. Listen, this is, I didn't even know they even made, you know, Harry Potter and the Sorcerers. I didn't even know there was a thing. Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets, like all of these were made into video games. I had no idea. <laughs> and yeah, they were. Ridiculous. There are definitely movie tie-in type games, and definitely not to the the scale of this. I mean, this is this is big AAA. This is it's got a budget. You can see just the love and care kind of put into it. And it, I mean, like like we we're kind of saying, it looks dope. I mean, you're running around, you're doing the dope spells, you're going to classes. A lot of different systems in play, and I think that's what's going to make this game stand out. Is like when you have a series like this, you want to be in the world and you want to experience it in its totality. And it's it's kind of hard to. Um, it's hard to find franchises where that like works. I mean, this is you're biting off a lot of different things here. It's an action RPG, but you get those those more social mechanics, like going to class and talking to people and shit like that. So I think that's gonna that's gonna lend to making a really cool world. And yeah, I mean, just seeing the the the, the gunplay. Sorry, the 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 wand play. I mean, it looks it looks cooler wand than you see. <laughs> it, it looks cooler than you see in the movies, right? Like he's you know you're doing the things, you're flipping the hand, you're. Th- throwing the spells that looks super sweet so um i'm excited i mean i'm like a i'm a pretty mid harry potter fan like i've read up to the fourth book and i've re- seen all the movies my favorite one is azkaban because shouts out to alfonso Cuaron. um but i'm excited to get into this world and kind of see what's up and 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 get um and get my ravencloth house because that's the best best uh that's the best house out there okay mike tyson oh i'm talking about yeah, <laughs> thank you for my little list. <laughs> yeah, <you're> welcome. <laughs> also, they was pumping these games out like nobody's business. Look, two thousand and one, two thousand and two, two thousand oh two came out. Harry Potter and Sorcerer's Stone. You had one. I think that was a good one. Like one of the better ones, I'm pretty sure. But but like, look at the, the look at the development on this game. My God, two thousand four, two thousand five, two thousand like dog. <laughs> <laughs> turn around these games it was ridiculous yeah i could understand why they were probably weren't the best yeah so but i mean i feel like this game is um there's a lot of intricate systems going into it so i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be something something uh that's gonna be that's gonna be worth playing and i'm excited for you know what i'm saying hopefully you know might you know get gryffindor over here if not you know whatever we're gonna slither and we'll just we'll just kill everybody troll okay. hopefully hopefully um uh, what's her name? J.K. Rowling. Hopefully she's a troll in the dungeon. You know, <laughs> what? Oh, you know that would be cool. You know, um, I, yeah, I don't know if that's a conflict of interest or some shit like that. Like they they put the developers like they put like some kind of shit in there like that. That'd be wild as hell. Like that would be that would be some legendary shit though. I can't imagine yeah. it happening. J- if it did, J.K. Though, the troll in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that'd be that'd be crazy. Okay, yeah. Well, shout out. Yeah, we're excited for it. Uh, it's coming this holiday season. Uh, yeah, we'll see more of it as we get closer to it. And yeah, it will be everywhere. I would assume that it's just some kind of advertising deal. I I can't imagine there will be any kind of PlayStation specific items or anything. But maybe maybe there will be. I think that stuff is kind of gone by the wayside. But I think it's important for studios to get a little extra money here and there just to pay for cost right like it's cool for them to say hey let me come to you and and let's just show it off here and that way we can you know pay for 
the labor that it took to kind of cut this, right? Because it took something to cut this. They had to bring, bring cameras in there. They had you know people talking and shit like that. It wasn't an easy or cheap thing. So shouts out to that. Um, and yeah, and people get to you know connect it to a console, and that's that's fine too. So all right, next up, number three, a new season for Fortnite, and we got zero bills. Fortnite season two, chapter three has many of the hallmarks of a new Fortnite season, new skins, quests, and a story. Uh, however, they've gone and done something many players have always wished for, remove the building. Dubbed Fortnite Zero Bill, players can now compete in the famed Battle Royale without having to worry about if they can make their best 90s. That's the that's the walls and you're zooming up and making your tower. Uh, due to story reasons we won't get into here, Fortnite saw more than a week of Zero Build in its main mode. To accommodate for the lack of ramps, Fortnite has adopted new movement mechanics. Players can now sprint and clamber onto ledges. Uh, you also start off with a small amount of regenerating shields. Uh, but fear not, intrepid builders. Epic has brought back building, and both modes now sit side by side in a beautiful harmony. For now, Zero Build is here to stay, and it is accessible. Sorry, it is selectable um, option across all battle royale modes. Juarez, yeah, are you coming back to play some Zero Build with your boy? I might. I actually got it. I got it queued up to download to update. I mean, I don't. I'm very bad about updating my game, but. I, w- I would like to see what Fortnite looks like with with no building. That that'll be that that would be a sight to see and just because it kind of just feel like it'd be just like years of war, you just running around battle royale style, you know. Um, and I, I'm here for that. Yeah, it's so funny because it's not a roadie run, but um, it looks kind of like it. Like you, right. you kind of like drop the, your shoulders. You're like running yeah. real fast, you know. And it, yeah. it definitely gave me some Gears of War vibes. I was like, shit, man, and they. I'm surprised they haven't. I thought they were, but if they were to put in some cover mechanics, like proper, then yeah, we would be in there because um, it's not in there yet. I think that would be the one thing missed. That's like the one thing missing for Fortnite that I really kind of wanted to finally right. get because the gunplay is pretty good. Uh, it's definitely different. It's not the best third person gunplay that's out there, but I think if they were to lock you down to a cover, that would make that would that would like en- enhance it. That'd greatly. make it. Yeah, but no, we've been I'm, having a I'm, good time. Um, who I haven't gotten who? any dubs you and yet. Yeah, me and Dylan, me, me, mm. me and Dylan played a little bit. He's still so top tier, so tough playing with him because he just, he just invites just people that are just ridiculous at the game. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool seeing him work around the map, you know, without the bills, just jumping, clambering on shit, and just yeah, taking people out, having these yeah. open firefights, which, which is what I want to have. I want to have the open fire, but he's still he's still crouching down, hitting the the headshots and shit like that. So it's still some chicanery happening, but it's a lot more manageable than having a fucking tower you know, built in front of you in two seconds. Yeah, that's always a fun sight, you know, shoot somebody and they build like a three-story building. That's always, you know, you know, I was just like, <laughs> at that point, I was like, just go ahead and kill me, dog. Just go ahead and kill me. Please, take me just, out. You know, either that or I'm just building a box, you know, one by one and just continuously putting a roof on it and hoping you don't just smoke me, you know? Uh, but, no, no, I would be willing to jump back in here because I, I, I'm going to go ahead and update it. Um, you know, we'll hop on. I'm always down for a little good little battle royale action, you know, in between my um quest to become Elden Lord or whatever I'm trying to do, which I don't really understand the story, but I'm just, you know, my side of grace tells me which direction to go to. I follow Not the side of grace. I, yeah, I get sidetracked. <laughs> and well, you know, it's like the 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 safe point, right? Mm. And it points to the direction. I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. It's so you know, you kinda got like a general, you know, which way you gotta go. But uh yeah, I will be down here back into some Fortnite and get a couple of dudes, as they say. It, man. It's my baby's background. Sorry. All right. Well, shout out to Fortnite. We'll come back. Uh, this season is pretty cool because it's got um, some more Marvel characters. I'm always excited about that. Uh, Doctor Strange, he's the homie, and he is the 100, 100 level skin. Battle Pass oh. skin. Mm-hmm. And then um, your boy. Um, Aaron Davis, um, the Prowler himself, is one of the. He is the secret. Skin, Ooh. which is weird because they used to do the secret skins a little bit more <laughs> secretively, uh, but now that it's kind of an advertising ploy to say, "Hey, this is the skin you're gonna eventually get in the season." So he looks dope, though he looks dope as hell. So I'm excited about getting that when it is available. Yeah, I'm not playing that much. I mean, I, I play, I play a few games. Which... My boy, my boy, I got you. All right, that's it for our big news topics. Next up, we have our quick one-hitters out here for the extras. Uh, we'll go through these pretty quickly. Um, and yeah, first up, Warriors, Tiny Tina's Wonderland is getting some good reviews. Are you excited or interested at all at coming back to the land of Borderlands to play with your girl Tiny Tina out here? 
Uh, long story short, nope. I've been hearing good stuff about it though. Yeah, I've been hearing good stuff. I've been hearing it's fun. Uh, it's kind of like, um, dang, somebody had made a uh, comparison to it. I, I, it just left my mind. But anyway, I hear his new classes and it's fun. So if y'all having fun with that, go for it. I will not be joining in this fun unless maybe it comes to Game Pass or it goes on sale. Yeah, you're probably right. It does kind of pain me because, man, we really I, I had to put it here because it's like I think of a really good history and love for the for the Borderlands franchise. I mean, we played Borderlands too. Like that shit was like that shit was never going out of style. That was summer 2013. And my God, I, I, I think about that all the time. And it was just a great, great little summer. Um, and in in that was Tiny Tina's um, Assault on Dragon Keep, I think was the OG expansion for Borderlands yeah, 2, which we played a lot. So yeah. That is the essential. That this essential is like an expansion on that, right? So mm, yeah, I'm glad you. it's I'm glad it's getting good reviews. It's cross play across the board already out the gate. Oh wow, which is, okay, which is good a deal. blessing. So <laughs> if we ever do come to it, we can play it where we want to play, it, and that's like really important to us. So yeah, shouts out, and if that's your your deal, go play some Tiny Tina and um, your girl. Um, damn, uh, Ashley Birch is killing it because she's Tiny Tina and Aloy, so she's out here getting that work in. All right, next up we've got GTA 6 is in full development and they might be showing it soon, but also maybe even more importantly, GTA 5 is getting a monthly subscription service. So uh, first off, give me your predictions for GTA 6, what we're going to be, what we're going to be doing, and then we're going to talk about the GTA Online shenanigans. Man, listen, it's going to probably be 2025. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, not sure. I mean, I did like the the three person aspect. You know, we had a three three main characters. That was pretty tight. Um, you know, with the three different. But I'm, I mean, I feel like they always surprise. Though it's it's always you know pretty pretty good uh pretty good quality when the game finally does come out. Please hurry up and bring this game out because I'm so tired of hearing about Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, I would like for it just be Franklin and, Le- and Lamar. You know, oh my God! <laughs> you know, just Please. doing some nonsense. You know, <laughs> but that's just me. Best tandem um, in GTA history. You know, exactly. Uh, I w- I would be okay with that, but you know, they 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 usually uh, always 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 come with it. You know, when they do so, whatever they do, I'm gonna be excited to play it. Uh, so that way, Grand Theft Auto Five can just be just I don't know, just give up on it, just stop, just take the servers offline, please. <laughs> well, GTA 6 rumors have been everywhere, of course, all the time. A lot of people are saying that it's going to be, um, well, I guess the biggest one I've, that I've heard is that it's going to be all three areas. It's going to be like Liberty City, um, San Andreas, and Miami, like all available. And you're going to hop between the three, which would make sense because if they're going to build this game from the ground up with GTA Online in mind, it would make sense to have as many areas as possible. That way you can fill that out with the millions upon millions of people um that populate that service so uh, i'll be down with that um i like the idea of hopping around and like you said i like the 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 multiple player aspect as well but i would love to see franklin come back in some kind of capacity or just lamar because lamar is funny it's funny as hell <laughs> yes uh, uh hilarious yeah he's the best but yeah so unfortunately for you warriors gta online is not going anywhere i mean gta 5 is the is the second second most selling game of all time behind minecraft at like what 150 million copies i believe some some ridiculous shit like that and so to accommodate you know all 150 million people who played that game who are playing gta online that's not true uh they're offering you a monthly service i think it's gonna be 5.99 a month and you're gonna get access to exclusive content within the game but also more importantly for you uh five hundred thousand dollars of in-game currency which is pretty sweet because i think the currency runs at like a 10 bucks for five hundred thousand, so you're getting a discount there uh and as i was saying before it's really pretty comparable to fortnite's uh service you get uh the battle pass you get a thousand v bucks and you get uh a free monthly skin for like 11 bucks a month which is super cool so if you're in that ecosystem and you you know spend time and spend time in gta online which a lot of people do uh playing the curated content from rockstar but also playing the the role-playing mode which is pretty cool as well seeing that community kind of blossom and create their own games is awesome so um yeah i'm not the biggest fan of subscription services like as a big whole however for online service games you know it's like the it's almost like the new mmo type situation like little things like this that essentially pay for themselves i'm kind of i'm kind of down for them because if you play gta online you're for sure going to spend six bucks in a month so to do that get the money back and get exclusive content is pretty pretty cool so shouts out to them 
All right, next up, uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but GT7 was down for like more than 24 hours and the fucking internet was livid about it. So uh, to give you a little bit of background here, GT7 is the the newest Gran Turismo game uh, and it's working on the bones of GT Sport, which was their um, pretty much multiplayer centric outing that came out a couple years back. Um, and that game it needed to be online always because it was pinging the servers to the actual people that regulate the time trials and the entire idea for gt sport was to make everyone who played that game professional so it required it to have an online um, infrastructure that was always active and so they've essentially taken that base of that pushed it into gt uh, 7 which is more of a traditional gt and it's a more uh single player focus as well as being online focus but still having that online component i think the um, the developers said that the uh, the bug that happened during the update was corrupting save files. Uh, it was very small as bugs go, but they didn't want anyone to have to deal with it, so they just shut the servers down so they could fix it. Uh, but that was not that was not good enough for people. They were upset about not being able to play their game, and uh, it received huge review bombs on the back of microtransaction issues and rebalancing issues. I think uh, they saw a lot of people using specific races uh, to get their currencies and they were like, nah, we don't want to do that. You know, we've seen that in Destiny all the time when someone finds a, a trick in a game, like the developer's like, nah, nah, you can't be doing that. So uh, GT kind of stepped in it there and rolled back some some uh, some XP and currency rewards but then people yelled about that as well and then they had to have a whole meal culpa where they apologized they reinstated the stuff they increased uh increased payouts and they promised to have a new better economy and balancing system going forward so yeah whereas uh, as a destiny player as i said before you're not uh you're very privy to people fucking up their online service games what do you think about all this mess for gt7 oh hey listen i didn't even hear about this until you told me the other day because mm, 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 I mean, the server's down. You still play the game, right? Well, that was the thing. You can't. So the the, the oh. entire game is locked into into the Real? online. Yeah, you could play a basic mode that's like a rally. It's like a rally song, but you just you drive around essentially. There, like, there's like music playing. It's kind of dumb, but that's the only thing you can play. But I guess, I guess, more so to the point than GT itself. How do you feel about? this backlash that happens whenever a game is down and I, I get i get that you want to play your game like i understand you paid 70 bucks 80 bucks for your game you want to play your game but like i feel like people take it a little too far when it's like a mistake happened and we have to fix it right like uh, they said that there was a safe file mistake i would have rather the game be down for a couple of days and i come back and then my, my safe file is completely gone so like how do you feel about yeah like it just they went in there and they destroyed the review i mean i guess reviews aren't everything to the game right like i know the game is good i know the game has room to improvement but like it's like a 1.8 it's the lowest user reviewed score of any playstation game of all time on the backs of like seemingly a mistake that they eventually fixed so yeah i think people take it a little too seriously just you know it's, you know just go do something else for a day and come back to you know if, it, if it's down you most of the time it's for a reason right you know either they're trying to fix something or something bugging out or It'll be okay. It'll be back up, you know. Just take a day off, play something else, and come back to it. It ain't that serious. That's just me. But I guess if you, because I mean, it's not like a, not like a few none. It's just, a, it's just a, a live game, right? Yeah. There's, no, yes, there's, yes, no, there's, no, there's no subscription, so it's not like you lose. Yeah, what, yeah, no. One. It's day just a game, game that just has online I connection gotcha. always, and you need that to play. So I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. They knew they, they knew they was getting into it when they signed up for that. You know what I'm saying? If I buy yeah. a game knowing I got to be online all the time, then can't be mad when the servers go offline. Yeah, that That's is fair. I mean, people do. People are upset about it from the outset that it is online and they don't really understand that it's for the multiplayer portion, which I get. Like, it's all kind of feeding into the same. I wish it could be separated, to be honest, since this is a bigger game, but I'm assuming the bones are just made from sport and that's what they carried over. So it kind of just had to be that way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I would give. Uh, the developers a little more benefit of the doubt that they're trying to work on make you know these things are magic to begin with right like <laughs> the fact that we, we can play these games together is kind of crazy to me so i would give a little more leeway saying hey we're gonna have to 
be a little bit patient if something does break. And as far as rebalancing things goes, like I get that shit. No developer wants someone to burn through their game or do tedious things. That's not the way the game was meant to be played, right? So that's on them as well to make sure the game is balanced enough that they don't have to feel as a player like they have to go through those motions to get the credit. So I think that's something that they have to address as well. Uh, But again, uh, I don't see it as anything out of the ordinary enough to like tank a review of a game because name a fucking game that doesn't get balanced after release, you know? Like you can't because everything else. (laughs) <laughs> that's the world we live in all right next up uh speaking of destiny uh they got hit with a shit ton of copyright strikes and now they're trying to sue everybody about it uh i think uh you remember this happening essentially uh bungie accounts you know huge streamers you know uh cross and and my name is Bifers hit with some rogue copyright dmca takedowns on youtube and bungie's like hey what the fuck is up because we didn't authorize these and we it shouldn't be happening so yeah what do you think is happening up there with the or what can you tell me about the copyright strikes that's happening over there with destiny on the old youtube you know that's you know really i don't really even understand this you do mom's opinion it just sound like some some copyright takedowns made up by some fake google account now essentially yes yes, yeah Uh, okay (laughs) i mean it's fun that shit funny to me yeah, just like, here for the trolls. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just like, well, cool, man. They, yeah, if you if they tell you if if I call plays a business and tell me they didn't do it, they working on it. I'm just like, okay, cool. I appreciate it. Just let me know when y'all get it done. That's all you can do. You know, like some people be like, they be taking it to the extreme, but you know, what can either happen to happen behind it? They gonna make YouTube videos about it. They gonna get more clicks. So essentially, they gonna profit from it anyway. So like, just. Bungie, they they they'll get it taken care of, you know what I'm saying? Whether it be through through the courts or, you know, whatever other system that they got. So it's kind of funny to me. But, you know, as long as the game works, that's all I really care about. <laughs> hey, that's fair. That's fair. Bungie didn't go down for 30, 38 hours, so I guess they're fine. <laughs> all right, next up, uh PlayStation Studios acquires Haven. Now this is really strange because uh Haven Studios was just you know, they were just made about a year ago. Uh, it is Jade Raymond, uh, the producer behind titles such as Assassin's Creed. She created a new studio called Haven. And, you know, they're going to be making a multiplayer game for PlayStation. They were going to be making it in a third party capacity or, you know, closely working with them capacity. But now uh, PlayStation has decided to acquire them. It's strange just because they have no game under their belt. But apparently whatever is behind now. closed doors <laughs> that we can't see, PlayStation is very happy about it. Uh, it does kind of. Um, it's actually interesting in the in the in the realm of um, acquisitions and mergers is that if Sony really does like the product, it makes sense to buy it now because it's going to be the cheapest it's ever been. Because if they make the game and it is as dope as they think it might be, um, they're going to have to pay a premium. And I think they want to save a couple bucks here and there if they can. Uh, but it's interesting because this is directly involved with Sony's promise of having, I think they said 10 multiplayer games uh, by 2025 or some shit like that. So this is one that they're really committed to and hopefully it's good. That's all we really have to say about it. There's no, no not a much information to go on from there. Jay Raymond has described the game as like a social experience, like akin to Twitter or TikTok or some shit like that, which makes no sense if I'm being completely honest with you, but hopefully what they have cooked up is going to be pretty cool for uh, the PlayStation faithful out there. I mean, it's got to be, right? You know, the fact that like Sony like acquired them like yeah. that's in a year into this new project. I mean, yeah. Sony, they Sony got to be like blown away. It's going to be, it's got to be something worth, worth looking at, right? But I mean, I mean, I don't know. The body of work before is, is like what games, but I mean, I I want to see. I'll wait. I'll wait to pass judgment until 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 I see what what they what they got cooking up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I can't wait either. I mean, uh, has such a love hate relationship with multiplayer games. Like I come to Sony for the single player games, but if you know they got something new in the works and it's something unique, I'm interested to see what it's going to be. All right. Next up. Bungie recruiting for third person creative director for a new game that's been not technically even announced yet. So <laughs> all that to say, uh, our people at Bungie who make nothing but first person bangers out here making a third person game. And that's got me excited. Whereas, what do you think, man? Oh, uh, I mean, anything Bungie want to dabble into, I'm, I'm here for, you know, it'd be third person, online, single player, whatever they got. Give it to me. Go ahead and hire whoever y'all want to hire. Get it on my game so I can so I can get to getting. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they got, I'm here for it, Jay. 
So what would you like? All right, we've got Bungie. You know, we've got Halo, obviously. Well, they don't have the Halo franchise, but that's what they made. And then we've got uh, Destiny. So space and guns. So do you want to stay in that realm? Do you want it to be in the world of, of Destiny? Or do you want it to be a completely different thing? What are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. It, it would be nice to get some variety. I would like something different. That would be tight. Because, you know, you know, if I want to do space and shooting, I'm going to go to Destiny. Yeah. Um, but I think it would be. It, it would be tight to see, like, you know, action RPG from like mm. bungee that'd be kind of okay. tight like third person okay, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying different you know skill set ooh could be cool to have maybe set in that world but you know like with RPG elements that'd be kind of tight yeah I love the Destiny world I think it's you know I mean they, they've killed the lore it's expansive it's, it's dope it's, it's great so I yeah. would be cool if it were in there but I kind of yeah like you said in the beginning I would like it to be something different I mean I don't know I love um, I kind of wish more people took that Tomb Raider, Uncharted type of feel, but then put that in space. So, like, I would love a, yeah, like a third person. Like Dead Space? Yeah, almost. Yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, Dead Space is more horror, horror based, horror survival yeah. based, which is good. I like that as well. But yeah, I do like, I don't think there are enough space games in a, a more personal type of perspective. I feel like everything's either flying or like, you know, first person kind of shooting, but I would love that third person action game um, out there in the cosmos. Uh, hopefully we'll get something good with Starfield when that comes out. Cause I'm assuming that they'll have both third person and first person availability in that game. True. And last but not least, this was, uh, this was pointed out to me by my dearest uh, Jesse. If you listen to this, shouts out to you. Uh, the Capcom uh, Capcom is raising the salaries of its employees by 30%. A noise. Uh, pretty sweet. Capcom has been killing it lately. I mean, uh, Monster Hunter World obviously came out a few years ago. It was their biggest selling game ever, but they've constantly been making the remakes for um, Resident Evil. We have another one on the horizon. I believe it's Resident Evil 4 coming up next. So, yeah, man, it's cool seeing um, seeing the developers being taken care of like that, man. We we see so many bad stories about crunch and, and fucking sexual harassment, all this other bullshit happening with people, but it's really nice to see a story finally that the developers are getting getting the love they deserve out here. Oh, yeah, so go go Capcom. I like Capcom. <laughs> third third percent is a lot of money. I mean, whatever your salary range is, that's, that's that nice is a lot change. of money. That is a lot of money. I, but Capcom's legacy, man. Like I'm saying, they've been making a lot of money out here. So I, I mean, they're they're passing on. I guess you know. Um, yeah, they've, it's they've pretty been doing crazy. Good last last few years, I'm happy for them. I played both Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, too many hours into that game. So keep it up, Cap, Capcom. Yeah, I'm next up Street Fighter because I suck at. I was about to say, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Next up is going to be the reveal for Street Fighter Six. I mean, they had the the whole the tease, I guess, but that wasn't really a reveal. They show fucking Ryu. I think it's Ryu out here looking like uh, the fucking Hulk. He's like massive and wide. Uh, but we'll have that big actual gameplay reveal sometime this summer. Um, and then uh, next up after that would be um, the remakes, I believe. So, yeah, shout out to them. Oh, speaking of this summer as well, this is not even a news thing. I guess I should mention it though because it's a fucking gaming podcast, but E3 is officially canceled. <laughs> uh, no digital or physical event. So um, I guess E3 is just completely dead now. Rest it's dead. So it, it, was, it had a good run. It, had it a good was run. good while it lasted. Yeah, it was a good run. We, we appreciate all the coverage y'all did. Gave us these, you know, early game trailers and then game to look nothing like that. We really do appreciate it. <laughs> Shots on. fired. Yeah, move along. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Well, shit, man, words. We did this all in about an hour. Uh, oh, so check good. us out. Look, look at ourselves. We had a lot to get to, and we still did it. So, yeah, man. Anything else you wanna um, you wanna tease out? I guess we'll be back at this hopefully again next week. And then, like I said before, uh, we're 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 starting to get the rumblings, just the rumblings, the beginnings of maybe some streaming action that we could bring to your to your channel that or to our oblivious uh, Twitch channel. Just a little tease for you guys out there. Yeah, what he said. What you know, he said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Before you do any dungeon or other ring, always look the guy up so you don't miss items. Okay. Oh, big tip out here. Big tip. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, shit. Do that shit out there. I'll, you know what? My tip is play Horizon Forbidden West. It's a good game. Do it. <laughs> I never was playing Elder Ring right now, but don't forget about Horizon. I mean, no one's gonna no one's forgotten about it, but yeah, no one's play some Horizon out here. She just took a backseat, you know, to two hundred plus hour game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, listen, that map on Horizon is yeah. pretty big too. I see a screenshot. It's crazy. I haven't unlocked I any new screenshot of Elden Ring. Please, we can compare sizes. 
<laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, let's see. How do we exit this show out here? Thank you for joining us. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up at obliviouspod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to get us on our socials, hit us up at obliviouspod on Instagram and at obliviouspod1 on Twitter. Uh, yeah, give us a like. Give us a comment. Tell us you love us. Those are pretty. All that good jazz. Uh, yeah. Uh, without further ado, I guess for Juarez, uh, for Ray Bands out there recording this and wherever they are. And then for Craig, I am Jay. We are oblivious and we're out. Peace. We're gone. I'll let you. The Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Dustin Stokes, LaQuinza Morgan, Ray Rowland, and me, Dennis Johnson. We write, produce, and host our content. The show is recorded remotely from Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, San Diego, California, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at obliviouspod.com. There, you will find a link to our Patreon. Our email is obliviouspod at gmail.com, Instagram at obliviouspod, and Twitter at obliviouspod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at Ray Jocan, at LaQuinza, and at Oblivious Stokes. I'll be on Instagram at Chuki.